Hello, and welcome to Intelligence for Your Life, the podcast. I'm Gib Gerard. Today on our show, our guest is none other than Frank Yosa. Now, Frank is an entrepreneur who created a company called Ketone Aid, and they make something called Ketone Esters. Now, I know you've heard us talk about the ketogenic diet before, how we use it for John and his cancer, uh, the mental acuity that comes with it. It is an amazing diet with a lot of misconceptions out there. So I wanted to interview Frank about some of the misconceptions that, uh, that people have about the ketogenic diet, why he makes ketone esters, why that's better than a lot of the other stuff on the market. And I will say this, if you have been curious about the ketogenic diet, I cannot recommend enough trying ketone esters. It is the purest form of ketones. And if you try it once, you will get through all of the hardships of the ketogenic diet and you'll get to actually feel what it feels like to be in ketosis and see if it's something or uh, that, that's right for you and also know that there is a light at the end of the tunnel. So when you go through all of the downside of the ketogenic diet at the beginning, you'll know what you're waiting for, what you can expect on the other side. So that is a big benefit that we will talk about. In fact, Frank designed it for people who are not ketogenic. He designed his ketone esters for people who want to try it. So you can uh, check out where to try all of that stuff in the show notes today. But before we talk about any of that, before I get to the interview, I want to remind you guys that if you would like to see us live, we are going to be live in Florida. John and I doing a lot of stuff, music, a lot of stories about John's career. He's working on a book. It'll be all about uh, a, lot of, a lot of the stories that will be in the book are stories he's going to tell, plus his amazing piano music and a little bit of shtick like we do on the podcast. So you'll be able to hear us talk and banter. Uh, and, and you can check that out at teshmusic.com. There's a link to that in the show notes. If you'd like to sign up for our newsletter so you can get all the intelligence for your life you want, direct your inbox every day, you can do that at tesh.com. That's that's about it. So I want to get right to this interview with Frank Yosa. He was very generous with his time, and uh, I hope hope you enjoy it. Okay, Frank Yosa, thank you so much for being with us. Now, you are, are you the CEO, founder of Ketone Aid? Yes, exactly. CEO, founder of Ketone Aid. All right. And uh, well, first off, Ketone Aid are ketone esters. We're going to get into that in a minute, what they are, what they can do for you. But first, I want to talk about why Why was this your entrepreneurial focus? Why did you decide to go after uh, ketones? What, what was it? Is it? Were you on the keto diet? Because everybody is talking right now about the ketogenic diet. People are losing weight on it. Why, why did you get involved? Well, my connection to all this is actually through my wife's godfather. So my wife's godfather is Dr. Beach. He's been with NIH for 30, 40 years, and he's been the one that pioneered ketones and and ketone esters. And three years ago, uh, it actually started with a friend of mine's blog post on going down the rabbit hole of the ketogenic diet and this whole concept of eating high fat. And I hadn't heard anything about it beyond maybe 10 years ago, a friend of mine was eating a pound of cheese. And I said, what in the world are you doing? He's like, I'm losing weight. I'm like, all right, great. You know, that was sounds like a man after my own heart, by the way. I, that was Atkins. That was the, you know, the Atkins days. So I briefly knew about the concept and then this blog post took me down the rabbit hole. So then I learned more about it. And then when I went to a 80th birthday party, Dr. Beach was there and I was able to converse with him about ketones and actually hold my own. He's usually used to people having to uh, him having to explain what ketones are from the beginning, it's just you know, very exhausting. But, you know, I'd already done my research and got really excited about it. And the first few months, I, you know, my goal was to help 
him out, help him commercialize it, help him raise money and kind of bring his dream to light. He'd already received $10 million from DARPA in funding to get this, you know, FDA grass approved, did a bunch of research on it. But the final step of actually bringing it to market just wasn't happening. And I also dabbled initially with the ketogenic diet and actually found myself losing too much weight. Mm-hmm. It wasn't intentional. I did a vegan ketogenic diet. Which I, I tried think to do that for a week. Craze. I tried to do that for a week to be vegan and ketogenic, and it made I, I I couldn't eat anything. I was just eating lettuce all day long. Oh no no no! I can show you how to do it. I can show you. That'll be the next wave of you know, um, the the vegan keto. No, I don't push my my vegan uh, philosophies on people. It's just what worked for me. But I was I had a regular one eighty five weight for six foot one, and I dropped down to like 140, 145 without even trying. But all my back pain went away. I was feeling great. But people were like, you look like you just came out of the hospital. Like, are you yeah. sick? Countless people saying that. I was like, no, but I feel great. So then, you know, my wife said, you know, knock it off. You gotta bring your weight back up. So I was able to get to eight millimolars just on a vegan ketogenic diet without any esters and any of that stuff. So I experimented. Wait, you know, wait with you the say, so you, you mean your ketone levels were eight millimoles yeah. per... That's yeah, I, I could hit eight millimolars. And part of that was just, I would just skip a few meals here and there. And before I know it, you know, that I would have, I'd have maybe three times I had readings that were 8.0 without even trying. They just, you know, were super high. For those of you that um, don't that, know what he's talking about, when you do ketogenic diet or you take any ketone supplements, you look at your blood levels, the number of ketones in your blood per uh, per, per milliliter of, of blood. And that, that number is usually, if you're really in ketosis, 1.5 to 2 is kind of a healthy ketosis. 8, are you worried about ketoacidosis or any of the... Well, I, I can go into that for a second, but to give people the background, the way that your body makes those ketones to circulate in your blood is that your body thinks that you're starving, so it goes to your fat reserves, and then it takes the fat reserves, burns the fat reserves, and makes ketones, which you know, ultimately is what we end up putting in this drink. So your body will make its own, uh, they call it endogenous ketones, so your body's making ketones, basically burning fat when you're on this diet. Um, and yeah, the 8 millimolar is super high. So there's Super something high, called, super yeah, high. Yeah, ketones... Usually people consider even as low as 0.5 to 1.0 to be in ketosis. ketosis. Yeah. And that can be you know, three or four days of eating very carefully. Now, one of the benefits of the vegan diet is that the number one benefit, the number one mistake or top mistake that people do going keto is they eat too much meat. And they don't, that's more of an Atkins diet. But if you eat anything over 15 to 20% protein, that actually think of it as a cup that's filling up, it overflows and goes into the carbohydrate cup. We won't get into the technical sense of it, but if you have too much protein, it basically converts to glucose and that stops ketosis. But when Fundamentally, being, the difference between Atkins and the ketogenic diet is what you're describing right, right there. Yeah, is the difference between protein. So being on a vegan diet, it's even far lower protein so that you, you know, make sure that you're maintaining your, it's, it's easier to maintain the ratios when you don't have, you know, a big stake. Um, so yeah, so I was you know, losing weight. So I understood the mechanisms of that, but then that was completely different than deciding to finally put my money where my mouth is. Cause you know, trying to raise money, 
have what what looks like a napkin idea and people are like yeah right who's gonna buy a super expensive drink that tastes like absolute garbage it tastes like absolute garbage and i gotta i want to say that real fast for everybody listening at home you guys sent me a test bottle full disclosure of your old formula and your flavor you admit it was called schoolyard dirt it and it tasted (laughs) like schoolyard dirt and then you sent me another bottle of the very cherry or very scary cherry and that's a little bit better it's it's stomachable so we've also previously we were not able to dilute it for two reasons. One, we were focused on elite athletes and they had to take a very large quantity to really max out the benefit. So mm-hmm. if you put too much water, it would just, you'd be drinking, you know, uh, a few cups of water and that didn't work. So we wanted to get it down really fast. And also for some reason, there was something in in it that was parts per billion, a flavor molecule that just made it so that when you diluted it, it just made the entire drink nasty. Yep. Well, we've come a long way. And actually, now people are dilute, diluting it. They're, first of all, they're taking much, much less, which we can talk about. We're taking, they're taking one-sixth of a serving, so like $5 a day worth. And they're diluting it with five parts water. And then it's actually almost sippable. Now, we're, we're not talking good OJ, but we're talking you know, not that rocket fuel flavor anymore. Yeah. yeah. And we are working toward ultimately having something that will be just like a LaCroix, you know, flavorless. That would be great. I would absolutely love that because part of the one of the barriers for me is that it's 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 really hard to swallow quite literally. Now, as somebody that's been doing the keto diet for a while, I happen to love the mental boost and the energy boost I get from having my ketones shoot up like that. Also, if I know this is going to if I cheat on my diet, I use the ketone esters it helps me get right back into ketosis, which I appreciate. Right, but I do warn people that this isn't some, you know, go have a cake and then drink this drink. No, and no, 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 uh, no, ketones no, no. flowing Because I, I've gotten that before. I talked someone out of buying the drink the other day because they're like, oh, well, you know, I want to be able to have pasta at night. But yesterday I took this ketone salt. I had pasta and I gained two pounds in the morning. I'm like, it doesn't work that way. Right. <laughs> Please. <laughs> this, is not the, this is not the product for you if you're expecting that to happen. But how much do you take? When you take it, you measure it out. Yes, I do. I uh, I measure out about ten millimeter, ten milliliters. If I'm going to just have a day, so this morning okay. I had jury duty. With the morning that we're recording this, I had jury duty, and I wanted to be, I wanted to be attentive and have that mental boost. So I took ten milliliters, and two things occur when I do that. If I've been good and if I've been on the diet well. Uh, it, it keeps me from getting any kind of hunger during the day. And the other thing that's nice is I get a nice, uh, mental benefit, especially right at the beginning from, from the esters. So I, I like doing both of those things and that helps me on a standard day. If I'm going to work out, I'll do, you know, 30 or 40 milliliters. Okay. So that 10 mLs next time, try to dilute it with five parts water and you'll be like, what have I been doing all this time? Like, <laughs> I think you'll appreciate it'll be a lot easier to stomach. But right. one thing that your listeners should understand that this drink was actually designed for non-ketogenic people. It just happens that the world of people that are already in tune to the ketogenic diet, they already understand what this is. Whereas trying to explain this to someone who doesn't even know what the ketogenic diet is, is like, wow, that's like a, you know, go watch five hours of podcasts, catch up and then, right. you know, then come check us out. But it's actually designed for non-keto people. And I've even told some, so if, if you're not ketogenic, so most people over the age of 30 have some level of glucose impairment to the brain. It just, the brain isn't able to 
absorb and use all the glucose. Mm -hmm. The ketones bypass that blockage and just fuels the brain. It brings your brain back up you know, to 100%. That's the mental clarity. So people that are not keto sometimes will feel it more because they don't realize that their brain isn't being fully fueled. And then they right. take this drink and their ketones go up in the blood and it goes from the blood to the brain and turns on the brain. Um, so it's not, it doesn't require someone to be ketogenic. I've even told people, take the S, you know, if you've tried to do the ketogenic diet, but it was too hard, you got the keto flu and all that stuff we can go into because it's a difficult thing to get into. And, you know, people talk about all this promised land on the other end of the tunnel, right? I, I've, I've literally done that. I've literally right. talked about the promised land. Yeah. So I, I say, take the drink once and then never take it again. Just go do the diet. <laughs> take the drink, you know, shoot up and mimic what it feels like to be on a ketogenic diet or fasted for two or three, four days. Mm -hmm. See what everyone's talking about. And then just go back and do the diet. <laughs> now, Together with the diet, it has an extra benefit. But, right. you know, food is number one and most important. You know, so that'd be the first line of attack is, you know, use this as a stepping stone to, to enter the world of ketones. So you could give it to your friends that are telling you, oh, stop talking about the ketogenic diet. Just say, hey, just take this in 30 minutes, one hour, tell me how you feel, and then I'll show you how to, you know, do that through food. Yeah. And that's, and that's, so it's basically... You don't want to call it a cheat, but it's sort of a, a glimpse. Like in the movie, I relate everything to movies. In the movie Family Man with uh, Nicolas Cage, when Don Cheadle tells him he's just going to get a glimpse of what his <laughs> life could have been, that's what ketone aid is. It gives you a glimpse of what ketosis could be if you if you follow the diet well, basically. Yeah, that, that's one way to use it. A oh. Absolutely. Okay, and so so going back to this story... You have this expensive, terrible-tasting jet fuel drink that has some health benefits, that has a mental benefit in, in particular. Uh, how do you... And a sports benefit. We haven't really gone into this, you know, the sport side of things. Okay. Well, we can. you want to get into the sport? I was going to yeah, ask yeah, what the sure. next step was and how you brought this to market, but what is the sports benefit? So the, the sports side... So this drink was secretly used by the Tour de France for the last five years. Uh, four years ago, they denied it, saying that they had to Google what the word ketones meant. And, you know, they had no idea what it was. Well, Lance Armstrong just had a podcast where one of their former cyclists admitted for the first time, yeah, we've been using ketones, ketone ester, not ketone salts, ketone ester for the last five years. So what it does is the body can use two fuel sources, body and brain can use two fuel sources, glucose and ketones. But no one really has experienced ketones because we're in a glucose-based society, and we don't have multi-day fasting except for some religions. Right. So anybody who has a religion, if you fast and you suddenly feel that your brain is sharper during those fasts, that's the ketones. <laughs> it's, I mean, praying can make you smarter possibly, but it's probably the ketones. Right. Um, and with sport, what happens is you can only take a certain amount of glucose before you, know, you can't take anymore. Your body can't manage too much sugar. But by having ketones and sugar, you're able to have two different fuel sources that both do something slightly different. One will help with endurance, one will help with fast switch muscles, and putting them together is you know, the magical recipe for you know, significant number increases. There have been clinical trials that showed just a 2% performance gain, which some people say, oh, 2% is no big deal, but that's the difference between first place and 20th place in the yeah. New York 
marathon. Yeah. But our N of one studies have been far, far greater than that 2%. And there's also been a second clinical trial done where they showed the mental cognition at the end of sprint trials. So the sprint, their speed wasn't any faster. It doesn't help as much for sprinting as it does for endurance. But at the end, they were cognitively sharper. So, so that would know, be great fourth, for football players, for example. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So football players who need to think and exercise at the same time, more so than track athletes who just need to run in a straight line. Well, the track athlete, once you get over a certain distance, right. you have lactic acid buildup, and this fuel is a much cleaner fuel, so right. that the level of lactic acid increase is much smaller. So less lactic acid buildup, you just go faster until you reach that threshold. So that's how it makes it up. So, so it won't help as much on the cognitive side of running. Um, and that would be more for action sports like right. soccer and uh, football. Right. So I, I, may, uh, I run a few marathons and I've run one marathon in ketosis. Um, and I have to say that it was a lot easier than the ones where I carbo-loaded the night before. And one of right. the reasons that I've, that I've read about that's always been told to me is this idea that the uh, leanest athlete in the world has more energy stored as fat, which would be then metabolized as ketones, than they do stored energy if they carbo-load for a day uh, or, or a week even than they have in their glycogen cycle that they're able to store up for carbohydrate-based energy. Is that... Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so, so, so that's made a marathon on ketosis, but, but being in ketosis doesn't mean that you can decide three days before your marathon to like no. stop eating and change your food. It can be a multi-month process to get your body, you know, really what they call fat adapted. So that right. it recognizes fat as a fuel source, fat in your body as a fuel source. Right. Okay. So that's some of the performance elements. So you got this, you've got this bottle of stuff of jet fuel, essentially, You've got this business concept. How do you how do you bring it to market? Right. So the first hurdle was trying to scale it up. So it had only previously been done in one liter, five liter, tiny, tiny containers at NIH. So to actually scale it up and make it commercially viable was a multi-month, multi-year process with you know, multiple R&D teams because it's a multiple step process. And if you mess up even one of the steps, and you lose 70% of the material, your cost just triples just because of that one step. So it's extremely hard to make. This drink actually, one serving, uh, Dave Asprey, CEO of Bulletproof, actually spent $25,000 for one serving of this drink. So it used to be $1,000 for one gram of the serving. So making it is one thing, but making it so that it could be somewhat affordable it right. was huge, huge Herculean tasks. So that was uh, seven different R&D teams simultaneously working on different aspects of making the molecule. And we were finally, you know, the first lab outside of the NIH to be able to make it. And for a year, we were only able to make small quantities of it as we were perfecting the process. So during that year, I'd give it to elite athletes. I only drank it twice during that year because why waste it on me? Uh -huh. No one's going to believe me. So I'd send it out to elite athletes and then unpaid they would do interviews and talk about what it did for them and motocross, UFC fighting, a Tour de France cyclist, just every athlete talking about, you know, their gains. And we also have videos on when it didn't work. 
which we can get to in a second. When yeah. it doesn't work, it really doesn't work. Um, make you drop out of the race kind of doesn't work. And then we were finally able to get closer to scaling up. So we had an Indiegogo campaign to pre-sell, kind of raise some extra funds and pre-sell the item. And we had a target of 25000 but we blew through that and hit $150,000 in sales. Then we were scratching our heads saying, oh, God, now we have to actually make this product that we were making one kilo a month. We now have to make 125 kilos of it you know, within three or four months. So that was a, you know, a big dash race to make it. But what's that? Single... What's that old business adage? Don't pray for an elephant until you measure your backyard. <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. So it happened. Uh, every one of the 400 customers were able to get product on time, at least partial product, because some of them ordered ten thousand dollars worth. Um, so they all received at least part of their order on time, and then we had to shut down the store for the next four months, kind of catching up with the orders from the Indiegogo campaign. And just two months ago now, we turned it back on. And, you know, it's been hard to keep up with the demand. That's that's amazing. So you've had success selling <laughs> the worst tasting sports yes. drink on the market. Yeah. And, and people have people who do know about ketones, they have this perception of Peter Atia on a Tim Ferriss interview. Yes, it's exactly. Yeah. How, yeah, it's, it's emblazoned in your head, isn't it? So there's another 100,000 people that it's also emblazoned in his head, in their head. He received a less pure form and un, uh, unsweetened, and he didn't follow the sweetening directions. And he just you know, shot, took a shot of it. You know, imagine literally nail polish with a little bit of burnt rubber tire uh-huh. poured into it, shake it up, and he drank it. And he gives this epic tale about how he was thinking about his family and how they're sleeping and it's 6 a.m. And if he throws this up onto the kitchen counter, it's, it costs $10,000. So he'll have to drink it off the counter. And like all these images of just saying that he doesn't think that a human being could actually make a molecule taste worse if he tried to. No, you couldn't. It would just be worse thing. So that's where we started from. So whenever someone says it tastes bad, I send them a drop of the raw and say, now, you know, now what do you think? And now it's, you know, People frequently say to me, it's not as bad as you put it out to be. Right. Well, I like to manage expectations. This isn't orange juice. It will be one day, but it isn't orange juice right now. And, you know, just prepare for it. And then people say, oh, you made it worse than it was. Well, I'd rather manage your expectations. Right. Uh, I read a book on Gatorade. How When Gatorade first came out, it was considered that it tasted like urine. Yeah, well, that's what it is. It's yeah. it's sweat. I mean, basically, Gatorade is it's scientifically engineered potable sweat because it's meant to replace what you lose with sweat. So if it's meant to replace what you're losing with sweat, it's going to taste like sweat, right? I, I didn't even I didn't even make that connection when I read the book and people were calling it urine. I didn't think, oh, urine is also a bunch of salt and sweat. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, that, so if you ever had the old Gatorade before they added a ton of sugar. Uh, it's very salty, and it is, and it kind of just, it's weirdly salty. It's it it it's right. it's nasty. I actually happen to like drink, it. But... We have to put no sugar in it because you have this. While the the elite athletes, they have to take sugar. The way that you take it, the protocol is very specific. You have to take the sugar first, and then twenty minutes later, take the ester. If we put it into the ester, it would have been a lot easier. But right. we keep them apart, so we're having to deal with you know non-sucralose, non-artificial flavoring, you know, natural sweeteners that have, you know, zero calories. So it makes it even harder to 
to flavor it. So, so wh- why would I mean? I understand why elite athletes. I get it. You know the the cyclists are doing it. I've experienced some great weight room uh, times being in ketosis, and particularly with ketone esters. But why would a lay person actually enjoy doing ketone esters versus some of the lighter things on the market, the ketone salts, et cetera? Well, the, the ketone salts, real briefly, most of the ketone salts that are on the market are what are called racemic. You won't find much talk about this online. You can try and Google it. I've got a video that explains it. Uh, it's racemic, meaning that every molecule, most molecules have the, what's called the D form and the L form. And just to confuse things, sometimes it's called R and S. So just as a footnote. So it's a D form and, and the L form. In this case, the D form is all that the body can use and recognize. So if you see on the label, 12 grams of ketones, and it doesn't disclose that it's the D form, it is almost certainly the racemic form. So half of it just flat out doesn't do anything. Your body doesn't recognize, know what to do with it. So it's racemic. You know, there are some questions as to whether, you know, whether the long, whether the what are the long term effects of something that your body isn't used to? So that's questionable. Right. But regardless, because it's the D and the L form, the way that ketone salts work is the molecule itself, beta hydroxybutyric acid (BHB), is acidic. So to make it not acidic, they add a bunch of base to make a salt. Um, but when you have a racemic form, you also have to add a whole bunch of base to the half of the molecule that you're not using. So the end result is these servings online have three grams of salt. And what they do is they bury some of the salts. Magnesium and calcium are salts, but they bury it in the nutritional facts. They don't say how much magnesium and calcium, they just put it as a percentage of RDA. So the only way to actually find out how much total salt load it is, you have to go online and Google, well, hey, what's the RDA of magnesium? And you'll see that these drinks have sometimes more than three grams of salt. So massive salt load. And that makes people sometimes bloated. Um, and the amount of ketones that it delivers is so minuscule that you're, it's been offset by the, the downside of this huge salt load. So Which can hurt ester, your kidneys and, and all that kind right. of stuff. So the ketone ester doesn't have that problem. Now, I will say if you're trying to get on a ketogenic diet, you really do need salt. So some people will use these ketone salts as they enter into a ketogenic diet. And why is that? Well, when you go into a ketogenic diet, simply simply put, every molecule of glucose has a corresponding water molecule to it. That's kind of simplifying it. But when you get rid of glucose and you stop eating carbs and you're just ketogenic, you just flush out all that glucose and with it goes all the water. And with that water goes massive amounts of electrolytes. So you have to have a huge replenishment of salt. Oh, I I, I, when I first went keto, the, uh, it was uh, maybe a year and a half ago, we had talked to a guy named Dr. Gundry, who was a big fan of the ketogenic diet, uh, and particularly in terms of fighting cancer, which is why I got into it to begin with. But uh, I remember the first two weeks, how sick I was, how the all the right. mental fatigue, and how much... Right, and yeah. but one of the things I would do to combat it is I would just take a cup of warm water, mix in some sea salt so it was all diluted in the warm water, and I would just drink it. And yeah. as disgusting as that sounds, that was one of the only things that got me through the day when I was first starting. Yeah, so the keto flu, you can Google that. There's two main reasons you get the keto flu, and my guess is that 75% of it is this electrolyte loss, just massive 
people love the ketogenic diet because you lose five pounds of weight in a few days. Well, that's all water weight. I like to pretend like that's fat, but it's water weight. But with that water goes grams and grams of salt. And my wife, she was uh, gotten to the ketogenic diet for the first time. And she was in the fetal position crying, like her heart was racing, like, what's going on? I need to go to the hospital. You know, this is, you know, this is horrible. And I was able to call some experts and they said, give her a bunch of salt. And I gave her like 15 salt pills. And within 15 minutes, she was fine, Mm. completely fine. And I've seen other people actually get rushed to the hospital. And then they gave the diagnosis of low sodium. Like they didn't even know that the person was ketogenic. They just said, you know, why do you have low sodium? It's because of the ketogenic diet. So people are buying these ketone salts thinking that they're getting the benefit from the ketones. And then they say, well, after a couple of weeks, it stopped working. Well, my theory is the benefit that they're getting is the salt. It's just a massive amount of salt. Well, you could actually save some money. If I told you to take 25 tablets of salt, you'd think I was crazy. But if I told you to take one serving, one packet of a ketone salt, you'd be like, yeah, sure. It's the same thing. It's two to three grams of salt. So the benefit that people are feeling during this transition period is most likely the salt and maybe a little bit of benefit from the ketones, but it's such a tiny amount and it's racemic that it's probably just the salt. So I've had people say that they took the salts for a couple of weeks and then it stopped working. Yeah, because after two weeks, you, your body doesn't need to have that massive replenishment of salt. So then, you know, the salt's no longer, you know, benefiting you. Okay. So, and I, and I think, you know, and from, from, in my opinion, one of the other issues with lack of salt in your diet when you go keto is that you can't really eat a lot of processed foods and most of the sodium in our diet comes from processed foods. Right. Uh, and that, so all of a sudden you really don't have a lot of dietary salt. Yeah. And even super healthy people that are not keto, I've seen them cut their salt back so much that they are actually have low energy. And I, I, when I wake up, I take a couple salt pills and then in the afternoon I take a couple salt pills as well. So some people are actually going too far to the extreme. And there's one book on Amazon now about, you know, the myth around salt. And they actually talk about how some people that think that they're super healthy are cutting back too much on salt. Mm. So then your body doesn't have the electricity. They call it electrolytes. It's the conducting, you know, in the water to be able to have energy. So some people are cutting back way too much. They're all paranoid. All the doctors that are talking about take less salt, less salt, they're gearing their message to the people that are going to McDonald's and having a bunch of fries and right, hamburgers. Right, 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 right. They're crazy high. But then, yeah, super healthy people that are eating you know, smoothies, all vegan, yeah, they're not getting any salt. And you can have low energy from that. Okay, that leads me to a question about the potential dangers of 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 ketone esters or the ketogenic diet in general, like what you're describing there, low salt, but, or when you mix glucose or a carbohydrate rich diet with the ketone esters that you guys make, uh, what what are some of the dangers associated with not doing this correctly? Well, the, well, there's something called ketoacidosis. So you, you you mentioned that early in the podcast. I want to make sure that no one thinks that I'm trying to sneak past that. And that is a disease state where people's ketones just, naturally just start skyrocketing and the body is not able to buffer it and bring it down and they can get into the levels. If you were to test your blood, it would be 22, 23 millimolars. Whereas our drink, uh, ketosis is 0.5 to 1.0. Our drink will take you, you know, 
you can go up to 5.0, 6.0. I got up to still, four. I got up to four right. on on ketonate. Right. So it's so so far away from 20 millimolar, 20 millimolars, and it's just a completely different state that the people who get ketoacidosis, their body is not able to buffer the ketones. So just because your ketones might be high in the blood from taking ketonate, you you don't have that problem, that buffering problem. So your body is able to you know make adjustments and get rid of too much ketones if they're too high. As far as uh, there's no danger in taking it, you know, too much with glucose. There's no scenario. Some people have said in podcasts that it's not a healthy state to have high glucose and high ketones. Right. But what's actually happening is when you take the glucose first, yes, your glucose does skyrocket. But when you take the ester, it actually, they miss the fact that it brings the glucose down. So it right. brings it down to 90 and 100. So ideally, you want to have this balance. You don't want too low glucose, which one athlete, he didn't start with the glucose and he took just the ketones and he had to drop out of the race because he became hypoglycemic. So it dropped his blood sugar so much that, you know, you can't perform when your blood sugar is 50 and 60. Um, so, you know, there can be some dangers there. If you take too much and you don't take glucose, yeah, you can become, uh, you know, lightheaded and some people actually get hungry ironically because yeah. it's supposed to be an appetite suppression, but if your blood sugar drops too much, you can get hungry. So on Keto Connect, they did a, a video trying it, and her blood sugar dropped from, I don't know, it was like 90 or 100 down to 60. And towards the end, she's like, I'm kind of hungry. Well, that's why. Oh, yeah. Low blood sugar. Even if you've been in the ketogenic diet for a while, you, you find that you yeah. still get hungry by suppressing your glucose like that? Yeah. If, even if you've been in the ketogenic diet um, like they were, it will drop your blood glucose numbers, you know, low so you know the remedy for that is grab a bag of nuts like it's really not that big of a deal you you just eat some food just like if you stood up and were lightheaded on a regular day right you might you know grab a snack and you know adjust your blood glucose levels back up so what are okay so you don't want to get your blood glucose too low you, this is a great thing for elite athletes it helps with mental clarity are there any other benefits uh, you, we, you and I have talked about some studies about Alzheimer's. Are there any other benefits that to, to ha being in deep ketosis? So most of our, so there's ketosis. Let's just quickly define what ketosis is. So the traditional phrase ketosis, I define it as when your body is naturally burning fat to make ketones. So that is, can also be called endogenous right. ketosis. So when your, your body is making ketosis, I don't like to call when, when people drink this drink and they say, oh, I'm in ketosis, it's a little bit misleading. So if you define ketosis as ketones in your blood, then yes. But I define ketosis as your body actually making its own. So this mimics you know, ketosis, or I can call it you know, exogenous ketosis or exogenous. You drink exogenous ketones and you make exogenous you know, ketosis, meaning that blood, your blood ketone numbers are high. But a lot of our purchasers are actually not elite athletes, they are, you know, people looking for a mental edge, you know, CEOs, or even just people that have, you know, stockbrokers, a mentally taxing uh, work environment, it can, you know, help their mental acuity. We have had a biohacker that was also keto. He did a two-week baseline test with Lumosity doing like 10, 20 games, and his improvement 
on a day-to-day -day basis, just flatline, maybe a 2% improvement, barely. And he took the ester, and his worst performance gain was a 10% gain, and his best was like wow. 30%. So his wow. mathematical calculations, you know, they, they have 2 plus 9, and they like drop really fast on the screen, like raindrops, mathematical calculations. He was just doing mathematical calculations like the matrix and limitless and stuff like that. So are you telling me that, that this is the limitless pill? You've created the limitless pill? It has been, you know, it's like that, but maybe a 10. You have to manage people's expectations. We're not, we're not dodging bullets like the matrix, but yeah, you might see that bullet coming, you know, a little bit slower. So for someone, <laughs> for like we're, not, players, we're not dodging bullet like, bullets like the matrix, but you might be dodging bullets like the matrix. <laughs> Yeah. So, I mean, we've had motocross racers. They, they took it before, you know, uh, five, four, three, two, one, the gate drops and they just had this tunnel vision and time dilation. So it felt like time was slowing down yeah. and they could see the line better. And they won the whole shot the first time, you know, that year. And they usually win it only once a year or a tennis player uh, can see the ball slower. Like what is, even if it's just five or 10% slower, it, you can have that reaction time right. to make decisions. I mean, it's, there's nothing else like it. There's no supplement. There's no, and technically, by the way, this is a food. This is not even a supplement. This is not even, this is not a medicine. This is technically a food, and they call it a fourth food group because it's not a carb, it's not a fat, and it's not a protein. So it's this, like, new category. Right. And because, so just to for clarity's sake, because you produce ketones when you are fat adapted or eating a diet that is higher in fat than the other macronutrient you uh that doesn't mean that the ketones themselves are equated to fat right right yeah yeah no yeah exactly could you Just have maybe you're... given some of these to my dodgers before they lost the world series would that have been a possibility so they could hit the ball i, I think it would help i think it would help them but there's so much noise out there and so much snake oil that you know to, just to get through all that you know drink this new beet red juice you know it'll make you this and that there's just so much noise that people it's just hard to believe it be, it becomes outside of the ability to believe uh, and but you've tried it so it, i have all the difference coming from you you're like yeah i've experienced that you should try some lumosity games next I time you're on jury duty and <laughs> and you have some keep semesters and you see if you you know blow through your brain games well i instead of doing the brain games my whole reason for doing it with jury duty is so that i can focus and be able to you know <laughs> yeah, facilitate a <laughs> there's the, downtime yeah yeah i know there's a lot of downtime but my point is like i did it so i could be aware because i believe it's my civic duty and i want to do it to the best of my ability and that includes taking what is not classified as a performance enhancing food but is definitely a i in my experience has really helped my brain and i would also like to point out that you have not paid us for any kind of advertising you and i just met each other online and started talking ketones and i, I got to try your product yeah that's literally the extent started. of this maybe i heard you talking about ketogenic diet or something so i kind of reached out and, and just flooded right. you with stuff until <laughs> until you tried it yeah and i gotta say i i absolutely love the feeling okay so and I, I love the feeling. I love the way I perform when I'm doing it. I haven't done what Dom D'Agostino has done. He's done a seven day fast and hit and done big lifts. Uh, I think he did a total of two thousand pounds of lifting. He did, I think he did that in front of an auditorium at, at yeah. the beginning of a speech. He's like, I haven't eaten for seven days, and I want to go up yeah. there and lift so, this massive thing. I've so, done three days, and I've loved it. 
Um, and, and I've never done the seven and I've loved what I've been able to do as a weightlifter after three days. So I have to say, I can attest that this does, that this does do a lot for my brain and my body. And I do appreciate it. Um, while we, so you're talking, we're talking about the benefits of having the higher ketone levels, the benefits for your brain, uh, the amount, uh, the amount of, focus that comes with it the what you call time bending so you've created this product you have done this do you have any outside investors or are you just doing the just online this has been, this has been all self-funded and a mortgage on the house so this is all in i had some prior successes a few you know a dozen years ago and i too conservative to put it in the stock market so i kind of just had it sitting there and i said you know what Forget all these people that say, oh, I can get you money, I can get you money. You know, just put your money where your mouth is and just go do it. And so that's that's what we did. And that's, you know, the journey is now trying to catch up and, and, and meet the demand. And who do you think should be trying this stuff? Oh, it's hard for me to even, you know, uh, it's hard for me to give people that, who shouldn't be trying it, but I, I can't say children. So it's right. not advisable for under 18. So there's that, but... There's not been one person that I can, well, if you're in deep, deep ketosis already, like one person did a three-day fast and he's like, yeah, I'm going to take the esters now. And I said, well, that, you just wasted it. Your your blood levels were so high, you took the ester and you just went off the charts and you went into like diminishing return category. So, mm -hmm. but for the most part, you know, the benefits are just so vast. Now, the very interesting thing is we, we have this serving size, which is kind of incorrect, and we'll be going back and fixing it. The serving size is so large, and that makes per serving, it made it $30 a serving. And elite athletes might drink one or two servings for performance, so like right. 60 bucks. But then when we were selling them, we have a Facebook group where people will discuss how they use it, and everyone was taking, like you, one-sixth of a serving, one-fourth of a right. serving, so essentially five bucks worth. And lo and behold, they were having, you know, good enough trackable benefits. So, you know, we're going to have to come out with a much more uh, diluted version that has you know, much less ketones because people are, you know, when do you ever see a supplement or a food where you're taking one sixth of a serving? Never. <laughs> so, so that's what's been going on. People are just taking a lot less. I mean, heck, one person just told me that they've been taking it a five mLs before going to bed. And I said, I was scared. I was like, didn't that like, turn you on and make you awake. He's like, no, I slept like a baby. So people are just inventing new ways, you know, to take this, um, which brings to the point of weight loss. So I don't like to talk about weight loss and exogenous ketones because there's a lot of companies out there. They're saying, you know, buy this drink and do it with a ketogenic diet and you'll lose weight. Well, my stance has been a ketogenic diet and clapping your hands loses weight. So <laughs> you don't need the exogenous ketones right. to lose weight. Just go do it with the diet. But some people are experimenting with the ketone ester at super small amounts alongside the, the ketogenic diet to do two things. One, help them get into the ketogenic diet. Right. So, so that keto flu, part of it is the salt loss, but the other part is the brain doesn't, you're starving the body of glucose, but you haven't raised your ketones enough yet. So your brain's like, wait a second, you just took away my glucose and you're just barely starting to make ketones. You know, where's my fuel coming from? Right. And, so, and your body always wants just always wants to do the path of least resistance. Right. And at first, carbohydrates are 
clearly the path of least resistance in terms of getting energy into your cells. And so once you're once you turn that off, it it your body still wants to stay in that mode before it goes into the slightly more difficult keto like the ketone cycle. Right, exactly. So so some people have been experimenting with super small amounts, 10 mLs about 5 bucks a day and you know, they claim that it's helped them with weight loss. And the funny thing is one guy that liked it for weight loss, he liked it a little bit for his brain. So he decided to take 20 mLs and then 30 mLs. And he said the more he took, the more his brain turned on, but then he stopped seeing as much weight loss benefit. So then he had, he was in a decision, okay, do I want my brain to be sharper or do I want to you know, lose weight? And he decided to go for the weight loss. So he, he cut back down and it's working for him. But, you know, we don't have any clinical trials on it. And if people think that they can drink this drink and then suddenly, you know, eat that bowl of pasta, you know, it doesn't work like that. You still have to have the ultimate target is less calories. So if right. this helps you curb your hunger, which you can attest to whether it's, you know, curb your hunger or not, then it's ultimately about taking in less calories. And recently people have been using it as a, uh, a way to detox off of caffeine. So people have this caffeine addiction, and it's my latest, you know, rant is that caffeine is a drug. It's related to the morphine family, and people are addicted to it. And when you yeah. try to get off of it, you get the shakes and all these downsides. Well, we're now four for four with people taking, you know, 10 mLs of the ketone ester instead of coffee, not having the withdrawals, and still feeling like they are, you know, in an after-coffee state without the jitters. So, you know, perhaps it could be used to help people kick their caffeine habit. I have zero desire to kick my very extensive caffeine habit. <laughs> I happen to love my caffeine habit. My caffeine habit and I are best friends. All right. We all go right. on vacation together. I take it with me everywhere I go. But I is it, it the caffeine or is it the ritual of coffee that you love? Which oh, one is it? I am absolutely in love with the ritual of coffee. The caffeine is just a little nice thing that comes at the end. Right. So if you took a decaf, you know, a quality organic decaf and got the same experience, then you'd have, you know, one less drug. In that you. seems sacrilegious decaf. <laughs> okay. Okay. You're up, you're a purist, <laughs> coffee purist. That's fine. Uh, but that's, so some people have used it, uh, that way. Okay. Well. So, so I, I think we, we get the underlying super benefit of ketone esters. If, if you don't think the ketogenic diet is for you or you think it's all a bunch of ballyhoo, I recommend you try the ketone aid or, or some kind of ketone ester. Ketone aid happens to be the, the uh, best one I've tried. But uh, I recommend you try it so that you can know exactly what we're talking about when we talk about the benefits. And then you can explore further, to your point earlier, Frank, this idea of the ketogenic diet. Uh, if yep. that's something you really you really want to put the time and effort because it takes, I mean, take I mean, it, just to full disclosure, it takes about two weeks before you start feeling normal again, and it can take a couple of months before you really start to feel the benefits of of ketosis. I think, um, yeah. and this the the esters definitely jump that for you and let you feel what it's like to be deep in ketosis without having to go through some of the, the more painful parts of it to know that it's going to be worth it. Um, as but, long as you're willing to take like a ginger shot, you know, get through that, you know, not great taste. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that is. But look, I'd say the newest formula that I've tried is definitely not awful. I mean, it's bad. It's not throw up bad. And Schoolyard Dirt, the previous flavor, 
was throw up bad. Like it was hard to stomach, but I, well, I liked m- it. Maybe we did it on purpose. Maybe we made it taste worse. So you would think that, oh, well, it's got to work if it tastes this bad. Right, exactly. It can't be, it can't be bad for me if it tastes this terrible. Um, take me through, now that we've sort of gone through keto, the benefits of ketone esters, the benefits of ketosis in general, how you got started in this, what does your day-to-day look like in trying to get this company off the ground for our entrepreneurial fans? So right now what I'm doing is I don't believe in banner ad advertising and stuff like that. And this isn't something that you can, anyone's going to believe a one sentence review. So it's more about getting influencers, uh, social media is what I've been going after. So Instagram people with, you know, a hundred thousand followers and having them take the drink unpaid. Um, some people want money and I just don't go that route. Just unpaid. What is your experience? And then they talk about it, which then leads to a, a buzz and then you know, people buy it from that. So that's my, my current focus is, is social media, but then also I'm talking to, you know, team coaches, trying to explain to them, not coaches, but more trainers, explain to them the science and how it works and, uh, walking them through the protocol. If I get them a drink, the protocol itself on the sports side is, is fairly difficult. And some people don't like to follow directions. So they just, you know, down this drink and expect it to work. And then, you know, this one triathlete have to drop out of the race. Like, you have to take it an exact way when it comes to sport. So I'm on, you know, on the phone a lot explaining, handholding, you know, some of these protocols and yeah, focusing on social media to help get the word out like you, like bugging you on Twitter. <laughs> Which was great. I, I look, I, 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 have, I appreciate that you bugged me. Um, so that's what your day is mostly like you, do you go, you wake up at what time and you just spend that time online? Well, it's, it's online, but I'm also doing a lot of, you know, shipping out a product too. So I have, you know, orders coming in or samples that I need to send out to influencers. So I just literally right before getting on the phone here, I got back from the post office and sent out maybe 20, 25 boxes going all across the U S to get the word out. So I do spend a lot of time right now, uh, on just the labor of boxing stuff, which you think you would, you could outsource, which we eventually will. But sometimes the CEO has to, you know, get down and dirty and just get it done, get the stuff out. So this is really a grassroots program for you right now. Yeah, absolutely. It's uh, me and I've got a partner as well. Um, he's got a little bit more of the science background and more of the, the technical chemistry. So he kind of focuses on the making of it. But uh, yeah, I'm also working on you know, patents, working with the patent person, we've you know got five or six, seven patents that we're in the process of filing. Uh, I went to law school, you know, uh, a dozen years ago, but never wanted to be a lawyer. Just went to law school and took a few patent and trademark classes, which now I'm able to use. Yay! Uh, writing patents left and right for all the different variations and new ways to use the ester and and new molecules that we're discovering. Like this is just the beginning. This is just so early on. Um, and you know, uh, another thing I do is the flavoring, working with you know, five different flavor houses, all competing to see if they can make this drink taste better. And the word back is, this is the worst mo- worst tasting molecule we've ever worked with. So <laughs> when, when people say, oh, why don't you have a professional look at it? I'm like, yeah, thanks. Good um, idea. But the answer is now diluting it. We're, we're going to be able to dilute it and make it uh, taste much better. So yeah, working on different formulations, working on getting the you know, product out. And then with designers, we're uh, today completely redesigning the website. The website 
kind of was thrown by the wayside. It had a nice template, and then we started getting more and more content and you know interviews with professional athletes. And I know just enough HTML to kind of throw the video up before right. you know it. My website looks like a throw up. Like just looks <laughs> like someone threw up and just unloaded twenty videos. Now some people say that they like it. They say that it's you know grassroots, organic. You know doesn't look like it's Hollywood. You know, New York ad agency is just real and authentic. But, you know, some people look at it and they're like, you know, wah, wah, wah. So, you know, that's on my to-do list. Yeah. To hire a designer, tell them what we want, uh, and make that, you know, look better. And and then and then start doing the advertising and being able to track sales. That's a really the hardest thing. We have all these sales coming in and it's, you know, we haven't been able to successfully track where in the world are you coming from? Yeah. <laughs> I started bribing people saying, I'll give you $5, just a $5 bill, just in your box, in your order. Just tell me where you came from. Because <laughs> sometimes they won't respond to emails. They think that it's just a mass email. Right. And, you know, how can I duplicate my efforts of, of success if I don't know where that success is totally. coming from? So that's a, a, a big thing that we're working on. What advice do you have for budding entrepreneurs out there or even experienced ones that the the biggest lesson you've learned since starting this business? Well, I think if, if you aim for perfection, like making the website so perfect and you know making everything so Hollywood and glamour. What you do you have against Hollywood? Just, you know, we, well, we, we're people too out here. It's expensive and it slows things down. That's, that's, that's the only... That's the only uh, Downside. When I mean Hollywood, I mean just overproduce and make things so perfect. So we, we did the Indiegogo campaign before we were able to even scale it. So we, you know, sold the concept first. Hey, will people buy this nasty drink? And oops, I guess they will. I guess we now have to go into phase two and actually make actually it. Actually make so, it. Actually, I had a startup 15 years ago that was similar to this in the sense that when the iMac first came out, it had no floppy drive. So I invented the concept of iMacFloppy.com, the world's first web-based floppy drive. Oh, cool. And I hadn't built it yet, but I put a, up the website and had a little thermometer saying, hey, when I reach 400 signed-up people, we will launch this product. And sure enough, it got picked up by a couple magazines, and we had you know 3,000 sign-ups in two days, and I was scratching my head. I was like, uh-oh. Now you got to build it. We have to go build it. So test. my advice would be you know, test the waters first, see if you can pre-sell the, the concept before just assuming that everyone will want it. Amazing. All right, Frank, thank you so much for your time. I've kept you for almost an hour. Uh, if people want to follow up with you, what's the best place to talk to you and to also get Ketonade? So they can they can email me at frank at ketonade.com. I'm pretty good about replying. Maybe you know mention this talk show in the subject line that might uh, you know help get on help get my attention. But ketonade.com will link to our shop says K-E-T-O-N-E. I'll put a link to it in the show notes. You don't have to spell it. Yeah. There's no Y in it. Some people spell ketones like the the, the pipeline. Oh, key- like keyboards? <laughs> yeah. There's no there's no Y in there. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, ketoneaid.com. And there's also uh, a real-time you know chat option with me. You can, might be able to hit me up on Facebook Messenger. Awesome. Frank Yosa, thank you so much. Ketoneaid, check it out in the All show right, notes. Thank you so much. That's it for our show today. Once again, I want to thank Frank Yosa. If you would like to try any of the products we talked about, you can check that out in the show notes. I know that they are expensive. I know that. But they are pure ketones, so it's only a couple of bucks uh, per dose if you want to give it a shot and see what it feels like to be ketogenic. I cannot recommend that enough. 
We were not paid by Frank to be a part of this podcast. He is uh, he is just somebody who is an advocate for the ketogenic diet that we are fans of and, uh, and I've, I've been communicating with for a while. So I would like to, again, encourage you to go ahead and check that out. Uh, and again, if you would like to see us live, teshmusic.com. We will be live in a city near you, hopefully in the near future. We're going to be all over Florida coming up. Uh, also, if you want your pet to be the pet of the week, there is a link to submit to that in the show notes. And if you want to sign up for our newsletter, again, tesh.com is a great place to do that. Plus, you can follow us on social media. Uh, I am Gib Gerard. You can find me at facebook.com slash Gib Gerard or at Gib Gerard on Instagram and Twitter. John is at John Tesh, facebook.com slash John Tesh, where we communicate with our fans consistently and continually. Also at John, I said at John Tesh on Twitter, at John Tesh underscore IFYL on Instagram. If you like the show, please rate, comment, and subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcast. It helps us out a lot. Tell your friends about it. Share it with them. Uh, If you're interested in the ketogenic diet, let us know about it. And uh, we appreciate you guys. We do this because you listen. So please keep listening.